us up, I swear to God that we will never change Won't sell my soul, but I'm down for some heady trades Fuck the government, we ballin' on a budget kit Hamster wheel running it, I'll pass it when I'm done with it I found God at a house party, heaven at a festival In the bar scene, I seen some devils up I'm trying to open up your eyes and trust the views incredible I pick and choose my drugs like homie, no I do not mess with those Casanova, Jameson, mix half with soda I'm sitting comfy, glad to know you Let me grab my loafers, awesome number one starter shit Think that you a winner? Well, you got three choices Rock, paper, scissors Liquor with the tabs, now I'm feeling strange Getting so lifted, I don't even know my name We seen reality and threw it off the frame We've been up for two days, call it 48 straight 48 straight, ayy, 48 straight, ayy Up for two days, call it 48 straight, 48 48 straight, ayy, 48 straight, ayy Up for two days, call it 48 straight Apartment full of incense smoke, table full of weed crumbs Seeing double vision, so it counted as a threesome Told her she put on a show, so bring it back like reruns Stack a different type of paper, holler if you need some Ladies, I know you in the days, my stunning looks Took your heart, lovely crook face to make ugly good Rapper with an ego, this is breaking news But I don't have that many women, I'm the same as you Truth the room is spinning, living inside a different dimension And it is splendid, the fun here is never ending I bet in a second we get lost in the wreckage Now never let it get the best of you Free day, this is extra credit We seen reality and threw it off the frame We've been up for two days, call it 48 straight 48 straight, ayy, 48 straight, ayy Up for two days, call it 48 straight 48 straight, ayy, 48 straight, ayy Up for two days, call it 48 straight Alright, for those that need to know, right now we are kicking it at the studio, at the apartment, with the one, the only, a lab. What's good, sir? Hello, 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 hello. Nice, nice to be here with Breaks and Lakes, hanging out on the couch, in the apartment, with the dog. <laughs> That's what life is about, man. That's what Breaks and Lakes is. We're about couches, about dogs, about hip-hop. That's what it is. <laughs> but shit, for those that don't know, man, you've had a tape out for a minute, you know. This project here is arguably one of the most slept on projects of the year out here. I'm saying, like, you speak about everything every which way. So let's talk about the title, man. Like, what went into the title and the title track? Um, I got the, I got the idea for the, for the album. I've dealt with a lot of death in life, whether it's been, you know, disease, suicide, or people getting murdered. And I realized how important photographs were when people pass. You know what I mean? So, it, so it, that's kind of like the whole concept. Like every, I don't know how to explain it to you. I basically realized how important photographs, moments, things like that, that tells your story once you're gone. You know what I mean? So that's what I tried to base the album off. I've had the idea for this album forever. I just never had, was in the right place to like make it, I guess. So that's why most of the songs are kind of personal. They're kind of like direct and like, straightforward you know what I mean it's just like yeah. little moments in the past year that made this album basically sorry about the struggle and everything the leading up to it yeah, but sure. it's, it's, it's not that depressing but it was no. just like when I realized that like photographs were important it's not like the basis of the album you know what I mean like no. and music and songs are kind of like that too where you just leave behind moments you know it's like little moments that you try to express and, and give to people you're telling a story and these are going to be here when you're gone Music's gonna be here when you're gone. Photographs of you are gonna be there 
when you're gone, so it should tell like a story of who you are. You know what I mean? Right. A documentation of time. Absolutely. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't know, what have you been doing as far as, like, trying to do photographs? Have you been, like, taking more flicks since then? No, absolutely not. I've been what? taking less. <laughs> I'll get back into it, man. Okay. I'll get back into it. I, 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 love, I love photography, though. It's, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's something to do when I'm not making music. I don't think I'm an amazing photographer, but I do enjoy doing it. I enjoy shooting videos but it was just like this album's been consuming me since we put it out in the release show so once that passes I'll definitely be going right back into like making more time to like go out and do photography go out and do videos just lately it's been this you know it's been a gig and that's (laughs) definitely been doing less photography since dropping the fucking album about photography (laughs) it's all good man even if you guys just pull out the phone one time just take a couple flicks when people aren't looking (laughs) just get that millennial shit where you just start taking pictures of every little thing absolutely man (laughs) that's all it is hell that's even a way to sell the album too that's right that's that's real (laughs) that's about that's honest that I can be a fuck. It's all good. At the same time, you know, you talked about a lot of shit in here. A lot of moments that, you know, people really just take for granted. Like, uh, was it Breaking Down? Where you just talk about, you know, a lot of the frustration that everyone's feeling right now. Like, what was your mindset going into this? Like, what was, like, the fuel to that fire? I had, man, I got a really strong political beliefs that people probably don't agree with. Where it's like, I say fuck both sides. You know what I mean? And that's like where the whole song fucking came from. That song was mainly directed. Democrats, Republican, fuck them all, man. Mainly directed at the police and at the media who fuels the fucking fire that like everyone gets so wrapped up in arguing that they're not coming up with fucking solutions. No. So we're busy trying to prove each other wrong instead of being like, yo, this is what we need to do to move forward. And that's what fucking frustrates me. And I've definitely been more quiet politically since then. You know what I mean? Because it's just hard to join a conversation where nobody was willing to have an open conversation. No, no they either listens. see it one way or a fucking another, and it's just like whatever. Man. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the biggest things that's been happening since the election. Everyone's got like their side, their right to believe, yep. and sometimes. I don't know whatever side you fall on, no one wants to fucking listen no. or appreciate what your when viewpoint everything, is. If there's extreme opposites, more than likely the solution's in the middle, and mm-hmm. nobody sees that. You know what I mean? Sometimes it ain't though. Like when it comes to some social issues, absolutely, it's definitely one side's right, but. Yeah, on the grand scheme. Absolutely. You know, when there's bodies involved, you know which side you stand yeah, on. But at the same time, they shouldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but when it comes to like fiscal issues, I get it. Everyone's got their own shit. Like, yeah. cool. Where, where you want to spend your money? But in reality, there's bigger shit that we need to discuss, yeah. and you need to understand what time it is. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I appreciate that song a lot, just because. You know, you you basically said just fuck it, fuck it all, because <laughs> fuck right everyone. now, right now it's just That's bullshit. It. I'm glad you noticed that, because it was that. It was fuck everybody. I fuck done, everything, man. Like even on red button shit. You and poetic just talking about like, all right, do we really have a whole lot of say in this shit? It's like more or less being frustrated to the point of just being like, fuck it. Y'all know where we stand. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to fucking join the conversation as much as we should, but it's just more or less like fuck y'all, <laughs> fuck it. The, the every day on Facebook, everybody arguing, everybody, and we need to find solutions instead of arguing. Absolutely, I mean? we need to build together on both sides, but no one's gonna do that because no, no the We're media so makes split. so much money off that shit. We're so split right down the middle, and yeah, they make money. It's clickbait. A lot of that shit's clickbait, and people don't even fucking get it. God, yeah, shit. Look what they do with the Russian investigations and shit. Like, oh, you get a thing in the e- uh, email saying, oh, you like something that was Russian propaganda. Doesn't make it wrong. 
click. <laughs> They're making money off of it, though. All the news stations make money off this shit. God, yeah. They've monetized people's emotions in... It's fucked up. <laughs> like Before the election, would you go to anybody's house and see, like, a fucking news station on? Absolutely. No. Nowadays, it's everything. It consumes it's, everything. Yeah. I see that more often than I see basketball games. This yeah, pisses sure. me off. It's like, I want to find out what LeBron's doing because this is monumental. Which is, it's, it's good to fucking have the conversation and be talking about issues. But who you get your point of view from is what you need to fucking watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting my point of view from CNN. I'm not getting it from Fox News, man. you got to follow the right people and fucking make your own like perspective I guess yeah you can't You're just not be a getting flying fed. follower yeah, yeah. force fed a bunch of bullshit that's how I look at a lot not a lot of people yeah, yeah. yeah. the majority of people on my fucking social media feed or that I see in real life they're just regurgitating ideas and points that are fed to them you know what I mean no doubt and then another topic on the project you know as we were saying off uh, off the interview like you were saying a lot of shit on never be perfect like that one got like just the homeless man bit alone like talking about the shoes and shit like that shit is like otherworldly like did you actually have a conversation with a guy about that absolutely no that's that's a true story all right that's a super true story i don't do never be perfect originally it was just a song about not having your shit together i guess and that's i don't know how like the the second verse when that came up that was from like when i was like 14 15 downtown and i had a conversation with the dude he was like he won't ask people for nice shoes with money with money because he'd rather ask people the dirtier the shoes the more money somebody will give you know they understand your situation what you're going through as opposed to like somebody walking through with super new nice suit nice shoes they, they care less you know what i mean they got they're set they don't get it you know, they don't get your perspective on life but no that's yeah that's definitely a real situation yeah, like it says a lot about like just human empathy in general, yeah, but that's perspective. Very, that's but definitely what the song's about. Yeah, but at the same time, it also kind of like gets to the point where you have to just accept the life that you have, and also, you know, if you want to aspire for more, that's cool. But reality, no one's ever going to be like the bold Adonis. No one's Thanos. I feel like a lot of songs on the album are stressing empathy, and like I, I sit on that a lot because I, I see it in conversation with people a lot that people lack fucking empathy, or lack the ability to look at things from each other's perspectives or understand a struggle somebody's going through they'll just be like well you put yourself in that situation so you need to deal with it instead of being like maybe there's some other factors in this that is the reason why you're there you know what i mean or the odds might be stacked against somebody a little bit more than somebody else man it's just like you got to have more patience with people and understanding and i don't think we have that right now Mm -hmm. in society at all no like as we've been saying, man, it's just all, everyone's got their own opinion. Everyone's hard-headed. No one listens. It's, and I'm a hard-headed motherfucker, too. <laughs> but it, I'm always down to talk. You yeah. know what I mean? And I like to have conversation. I like to speak to people, you know what I mean, or talk. Like, I, I, that's my favorite fucking thing to do in the, in the world. I'll never just, like, completely fucking dismiss somebody. And, like, I feel like everybody does that nowadays. God, yeah. Everybody. And at the same time, you know, the whole writing the process, too, is also a form of, like, therapy, too, where you can finally voice a lot of this. So, I guess, let's talk about the writing. Like, how long does it usually take you to write a song? Not long at all. (laughs) It's usually, I write a lot of songs, definitely, and, like, a lot of them get scrapped, you know what I mean, or thrown away. But, like, most of the songs will take about an hour to write. You'll know if it's right, you know what I mean, and it will just go. If I usually get hung up on songs, I usually just give up on them, as sad as that is. Mm. But I'll come back to the same beat and write to it again in a different mood, and then it clicks. I, I rarely ever, like, take a long time to write a song, I suppose. 
All right, so you never like that Nas where it's like, sometimes I won't finish for days. No, no. Maybe a hook. Okay. I always finish the verses and then like a hook, I'll leave a hook alone and then come back. Or like the song we played you with half. Mm. We've been working on that hook for like three weeks. Or like we did the hook and then we wanted to add something, then we added it, and then we took that out and added something else, mixed it different. But like most of the writing or like the verses happen super quick. Okay. Do you ever feel like a little bit of pressure writing the hooks? Because I know you're you're super dope with the bars, but have you ever like struggled like trying to create something like super catchy, instantaneous? Absolutely. Like, what's the struggle with that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like That's this real. project is is my better work for hooks or better work in general. Like, I focused more on writing the hooks, but I've never it's never been like my strong point. It's always just been like rapping's been my strong point. Hooks are hard, man. Props to anyone that can make a catchy ass hook all the time, dude. No doubt. <laughs> I've gave up on songs because of that, man. <laughs> I'm just like, can't figure out the hook. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask nobody for help. So you're never gonna be like singing a song or anything, Absolutely. like just going all the way out, like belting a ballad. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day <laughs> in the future. I'm getting better at writing hooks. I know that for a fact. Oh, it shows. It's, it's easier nowadays. There's like a formula to it, but it's hard to write hooks. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Do you ever like? cheat sheets for you like to help you like get better at writing hooks no not at all i just wing it <laughs> absolutely just wing it so you're not listening to drake being like nah, 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 nah. I, I think listening i think expanding like my music taste to listening to more like new age rappers nowadays mm -hmm. helped me write hooks and, and instead of like just being stuck in like one genre of hip-hop or sub-genre you know what i mean where it's not like hook heavy it's more rapping bar heavy dj scratches the chorus back in I think expanding my music taste definitely helped me learn how to write hooks, for sure, absolutely. Okay, I hear that. At the same time, a lot of it does come from the beat itself, yep. and you got a long list of talented producers on this project, so hey, let's talk about a few of them. Like, who you got on this shit, man? Oh man, let me look up the credits oh. so I don't forget anybody. Hey, no, I got, I got Demetri Killstorm on it, mm -hmm. who is, I've worked with forever. I got Mike Fry on it, who's super talented. The Gons, super talented. I got DJ Shoba from Mankato on it. Halogen One, who's like a young producer from Minneapolis on it. And then my boy Existent Trend, who I've known fucking forever, who's been on every one of my projects. And I don't think I'm missing anybody. If I am, I'm sorry. I'm not looking anymore. <laughs> They're all talented. It's dope to like have that many producers come together and like it still has like a fluent sound to it. Absolutely. That's what I feel like I've struggled before and like projects before. I don't feel like sonically it never matched the way that it all matches right now, which is me being more particular with picking beats, but it's just like all everybody getting, you know, better. And then we had Hex. Hex who works with um okay okay nice. That was another producer on the on the album. Well, honestly, I feel like you and OK could probably do like a hell of a track, man. Yeah, dude, I've, I've, I've been fronting on it. I've had the opportunities and I've never, like, I never, we have one sitting that I had a verse wrote to and we never linked up. Like, no, I want to do that. I respect that dude a lot. Hell yeah. Battle wise. He's got similar styles, yeah, for sure. Battle wise, I respect him and music wise and just who he is as a person. We're going to make a song. Would we'll you make, battle him? No. <laughs> it's been offered. I won't do it. I can't, <laughs> I can't act like I hate people. That's why I did. I stepped away from battling. It's exhausting to be like, yo, I hate you. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't, though. You know what I mean? So right. Just, it's fucking Especially when it's like a friend or something yeah. that you actually respect. It's just like, I don't want to destroy it. I'm writing about you, and I 
don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I've never really battled somebody that's like pissed me off though. So maybe if someone like pissed me off, I'd battle again. But I've stepped away. Hey, that's smart. Sometimes you gotta step away from that shit just so you can grow as a songwriter because yep. you know the old stereotype. Yeah, battlers can. And nowadays it's changing. Battlers are definitely making better music. Like the bigger battlers, I guess I would say. But no, that stereotype's still there. Battle rappers yeah. can't rap on right. songs. Rappers on songs can't battle, which is, I think that's breaking down a little bit, but eh, we'll see. More or less. <laughs> like, Daylight still is killing it on both ends, but... Daylight, Immaculate, he's, he's super good at making music and battling. Who's another battler of mine? I guess uh, that's tough. <laughs> like King Los, maybe. King Los, yeah. Is he he's battling? Actually, he's coming back. Yeah, I heard that he was going at Daylight, actually. They're yeah, having, like, a... They're battling on all like, RBE, Rare Breed. I Man, I'm still such a battle rap nerd, and I, I like, try to step away and not pay attention but like there's part of me that will always just like have to know everything that's fucking happening or like oh God, yeah no King Lowe's coming back that'll be interesting because you've, you've seen him like freestyle acapella which is dope mm-hmm. and he actually like can rap acapella that's where most of them people from the industry fuck up is they come in there they don't know how to project they don't know how to rap no. and they get fucking slaughtered absolutely every time because they just think they're a studio dude yeah like they just put like an ad ad libs here get some reverb maybe some auto tune it. it's about projection and it's about like what you do you know what I mean and you're writing they just come in there and rap their shit yeah. it's not that uh-uh. crowd control projection dude battle rappers like the top people man they're fucking super good that's super hard to do god yeah and at the same time you know with your amount of like experience in that realm as well as you know just being a full fledged MC like what is something that you learn from battle rap that you feel like you couldn't have learned anywhere else how to be confident I guess probably how to not give a fuck maybe how to be sarcastic be a little cutthroat but at the same time not take it too fucking serious okay. I think I think it's helped me be more competitive because I wasn't fucking competitive before that I still really am you know what I mean but like yeah. battling is that time where like you didn't want to let people down like anyone that would come see me battle back in the day like there's people that would come out for the whole night and you don't want to lose in the fucking first round no first that's embarrassing no you, so you, you I guess you learn how to like work under pressure more and you want to like deliver a product that people you care about care about you know what I mean that's yeah that's probably the one thing I took away from battling it's how to like work under pressure and not fold I guess okay in the same instance for a you know, bunch of these young cats that are still trying to figure out how to do all that shit what's the best tip you'd advise for them if they did find their way into a battle <laughs> don't do it <laughs> <laughs> nah man don't take it too serious man I, feel, I learned in battling at least for my style it's um sarcasm beats everything Mm-hmm. And at least battling on beats, it did. Written battles, I can't tell you much about. I haven't done them enough to be like, yo, this is what you do. But like, battling on beats, sarcasm wins over somebody trying to come at you like super aggressive. He's like, oh man, that's cute, dude. That's fucking, here's how it's gonna go. And then it just wins. Yeah, <laughs> it, it negates all the bullshit. Yeah, just look at what Vesh has done, man. Oh, Vesh is amazing, man. That's my dude. Fuck him. We battled before, I won. Raskaz voted, voted for me. That's all that fucking matters. Hold the fuck up. Now you gotta tell us about this story. Raskaz involved? Yeah, Shit. Yeah, he was one of the judges. Alright. And he voted for me. But if you look back on the battle, man, it's debatable. But in the room, I won. So, so it doesn't really matter. But Vesh, dude, Vesh is fucking... To watch him live is is probably some of the funniest shit you'll ever see. 
Yeah, shit. Now he's a comedian too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he's always been, I think. Yeah, like, he always has. He been. was doing that for a while, and that's what helps him battle. And he's just funny as shit. Watching him live and like watching him on video too. Video is funny, but like live, it's just a whole different game. He's got that whole room fucking dying. Yeah, he's got the energy that just says, "Wait till you hear what I have to say." Yeah, and it's funny as fuck. <laughs> and he's a funny <laughs> ass dude. That's what's up. At the same time, Raz say anything to you? No, he just said I won. And that's all I needed. <laughs> at the end of it all, it's all you. Oh God, that's that's all it. That's he all you said need. you gave me the win. I got out and I got did my thing. <laughs> What's up? All right. Well, at the same time, though, you got a big-ass show coming up here that this is all leading up to. Yo, let's talk about this, man. Like, what's all going down? It's going to be um, June 21st at Mortimer's, and we got my boy Half Dozen, Poetic Hit. We got... um hosted by Moonlight Grammar we got Frank Castle on the wheels and I haven't announced it yet but we're bringing um, Intelligent Design and DJ Shoba because they've always been super nice to us and like super stand up dudes absolutely I'm like dude you guys need to come up and rap and then of course we got my DJ DJ Sleazy B will be up there with me and a bunch of other special guests man June 21st it's $8 at the door come hang out because I'd appreciate it we could take a photo together. <laughs> there you go. Get the cloud up. Get that Instagram rolling. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll take tons of photos that night. <laughs> Get back on my shit. There you go. Maybe bring some props, man. I've heard that. I've heard that Motormores is a really, really fun venue to be at, though, and that's it's going to be refreshing to play somewhere that we haven't played before. That's like what I'm most excited about, and I'm excited to get people physical copies of the CD and merch, and actually have something to give them that ain't just digital. You know what I mean? Right. Have something to hold, kind of like the photograph. Yeah, absolutely. What's up? And the same time, though, you know, you're going to be adding a couple tracks to this new project, so what do you want people to know about the bonuses? They're just as good as the album. <laughs> Absolutely. No, the, the song I have with Half is probably my favorite song on the album, and it got added late. And then there's another one called um, The Art of Self-Destruction that's super dope, too, and super personal. So, I mean, I don't think that they're even bonuses. I think that they just stand right up with the album, which is nice, because most people just throw stuff on there and be like, yeah. all right, here's bonus track. They didn't fit anywhere on the project, so... Whereas these, I'd assume, like, they have, like, a little bit more of a fluidity to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. They were rolled with that in mind. I wrote them afterwards, after the project was already out. So it wasn't just, like, throwaways from, from the album, which is nice. Okay. And at the same time, right before I let you go, have you listened to the project since you dropped it? Man, absolutely. I'm a rapper. <laughs> I haven't in a long time, and I probably will because I'm about to go to practice right now. So I'll probably listen through it, and I still like it, which is dope. I mean, it's been out for a couple months, and mm. to not hate what you put out after a couple months, man, is a beautiful thing. Because I usually hate everything that I ever put out. God, yeah. Absolutely. It's about progression, and you just look at yourself and be like, all right, I see where I could have done something better there. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can have that moment where you feel like, this is this is flawless, I'm good with this. That's Being like, content with the project is something new. Like, I've never been content with it, and I'm content happy and like proud of it it's something it's not something i'd shy away from telling people about i'd be like listen to it it's dope you know and that's i've never had that in a long fucking list of albums you know what I mean? right where you're that confident about something well that's amazing to hear man well shit you already heard it here if he's listening to it you better be absolutely so man i'm saying come out june 21st mortimer's it's gonna be dope until then check it out Spotify, Apple, Tidal, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to, Bandcamp. Anything. I'll bring you a CD. <laughs> I appreciate you, fam. Yeah, likewise. Yo, check it out. Let's get into it right now. Right here.
Embrace the probability of your imminent death and know in your heart that there's nothing I can do to save you. Spend my weekdays working, my weekends getting wasted. wasted. I appreciate if you don't say shit. I view my minds as innovative. Imagine if Einstein was just locked in a basement. So when I'm jotting this, you see that God exists. You see us pulled from the depression that we're falling in. Mentality, I gotta win. While most minds idle with celebrities and gossiping. All I need is sunshine and some confidence. Enough to get by instead of pocket lit. A note page to write on, a crowd while they're mocking it. Good times, good friends sitting there talking shit. Honest politicians, a cop without a complex. I need people to make good on their promises. Teachers can be heroes like the players with scholarships. Another rabbit hole we lost within. I need us to be kind to each other. A thousand miles away, we still intertwine with each other. Instead, we fake a smile and sit and lie to each other. Behind computer screens is where we hide from each other. I need more than what's given to me, but I gotta meet them halfway, figuratively. I need to wake up and do more and stop wasting time. The world don't wait for no one, no spot saved in line. Everyone's acting like it isn't their problem. This may sound like gibberish to you, but uh... A homeless man said he gauges people by their shoes. The dirtier they are, the more money that they give. You could see in his face he had nothing to lose. Are we so far separated from what he is? A tragedy from crazy, a misstep from being broke. They tell us all the cocoa that the end of our ropes. Keep on selling us hope, like they selling us dope. I mean, they claim that they will, but most of them won't. When you stop and realize you're just the butt of the joke. And the dollar side eyes say it's under control. If we all realize we're just a part of the whole. Every sentiment I have, know it comes from the soul. But we will never be perfect.